Welcome, everybody, to the loudest podcast. Actually, it's the quietest podcast this month. It is the Don't Wake Daddy edition of the loudest podcast, where I, Asterios Coconos, try not to wake up my elderly father in the next room. So I've been going on a lot of job interviews. I know it's something that I've talked about before on the show. Um, because the company I work for is being sold and chopped up into little itty-bitty baby parts. And none of those teeny-tiny itty-bitty parts have a job for Asterios Coconuts. I was, you mean you can't get lost, like, in the rivers between the little bitty baby islands, like, uh, office space? <laughs> or, wait, no, that it was Seinfeld, that George just does nothing. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's all I try to do all day is just hide. It's like, just like hope that someone forgets about me and like the computer just keeps paying me. So the company I work for is being sold and chopped up into parts. And of course, the first thing they're doing is they're like getting rid of anything at the company that doesn't turn a profit. So as you can imagine, my job is not long for this world. Uh, (laughs) So I'm going on a lot of job interviews. And my favorite interviews are the ones where I get on the phone with someone and they go, have you heard of NFTs in a way where it's clear that they have no idea what NFTs are? And and they're just like, I'm going to see how much money I can get from bigger idiots before this whole bubble explodes. Are you in? Oh, yeah. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. The best, the best, like, if you ever just want to instantly make yourself rock hard, listen, (laughs) I want you to apply for any kind of tech job that involves a recruiter. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, I have never just like, I imagine this is what people shooting up heroin for the first time feel like. (laughs) (laughs) This SEO recruiter called me at one point. It was like, we're looking for a cryptocurrency. Do you know what? Ethereum is and I was like oh I'm gonna steamroll you so fucking hard in the ground you don't even deserve it you haven't even done anything I, oh my god I'm gonna, I'm gonna use the words pigeon update and smart contract oh you, buddy you're not even gonna know what language I'm speaking I use the word smart contract today because somebody brought up a smart contract and I was like well you know my favorite uh, smart contract solution is Chainlink. It fixes the Oracle problem. I oh my God, did you really it. say that? Of course I did. Yeah, you, <laughs> Sriracha, you know I did. You know me. Like, of course I said that. Uh, the other day, too, someone, uh, they, they are promoting a company that has just a hoard of some kind of stable coin. And I was like, I was like, well, anything's better than Ripple. I mean, you know, the U.S. dollar now worth ninety nine cents. Am I right? That's not Ripple. So I hope you didn't say that. Wait, but what is it? What is it? Ripple is not a stable coin, but that's the tether joke. Tether, the U.S. dollar now worth ninety nine cents. Okay, look, the important thing is they laughed and they were like, I hear that about Ripple all the time. Oh, okay, so they're humongous idiots. <laughs> is what yeah, I just look. heard. Yeah, exactly. It's an even bigger, it's an idiot talking to a bigger idiot who's clearly been given a big pile of money by the world's largest millionaire idiot. Oh yeah, no, these stupid boomers, they'll throw money at anything. Like, yeah, we're we're making a blockchain NFT platform called Slurper or something. <laughs> boomers will be like, yeah, that's a great idea. It's $3 billion. I love it. So I just very confidently use the few buzz phrases that I've learned from Sarantia and people in the Discord. And now the advertising industry thinks I'm a crypto wunderkind. Yeah, you just start parroting. I'll, I'll uh, print off my fucking uh, Leo Tolstoy novel-length rants that I go out on biz. I'll just start printing them out for you, and then you can parrot them in job interviews. <laughs> 
you go on Tolstoy style biz rants. Oh, and I tell you know we're getting married soon, right? And I still don't know this. Uh, I mean, most of them involve me using a variety of colorful language to tell people that their projects are stupid. But Mm -hmm. you'll never know. I guess we'll never know. Maybe this whole internet anonymity thing is not as great as some people think. Oh, and then this is my other favorite thing is uh, they will they'll talk about NFTs. Then they will immediately bring up the metaverse. They'll be like, yeah, and obviously we're also working on a lot of metaverse projects. You know, the metaverse is like an expanding space. And it's like, did you just see a commercial for the metaverse too? Because it sounds like everything you're telling me is from the commercial from the metaverse. What is the metaverse? I don't know what that is. Okay, look, this is my understanding of the metaverse. It's like Second Life with better graphics. Because right now, people are spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on land in the metaverse. Today, someone spent like half a million dollars on a yacht in the metaverse. So the metaverse, to me, is like it is Mark Zuckerberg's branded virtual space but people are using metaverse like a like a catch-all term for any one of these weirdo spaces where furries jerk it i was gonna say i think technology has gone too far because i was about to say like vr and then i remembered that today i saw a youtube video an entire youtube channel asterios with about eight hundred thousand subscribers that was just VR, you know how they have those 360 videos on YouTube where you could like scroll around the room? Yes. Well, today I fell down this rabbit hole after I found this one YouTube channel. Their whole thing is they make anime girls in like VR Maker or whatever that program is everybody uses. And then Mm -hmm. they just lay them on a bed and let them sleep. It's called like 11 hours of sleeping with uh, whatever the name of your wife, like Deku my hero academia and let me tell you i turned i turned one on and i started playing with it i was like where the hell am i it's like it's like being in some kind of like i have no mouth and i must scream thing because obviously you can't move around the room all you can do is look you can look around and then to your left there's this anime character breathing softly and then you're like where am i what's in this room Thank God technology has not uh, advanced to the point where you can step closer to that anime girl, uh, tuck her in, fluff her pillow, pour her a glass of warm milk. Whatever you disgusting freaks are doing to our poor innocent waifus, I'm glad that you're just like, you're like stuck on a, on like a swivel. You're stuck like on a microphone stand or something. Right, like that disease that people, where their like brain is working, but their body can't move. Locked in, yes, the locked, locked in, in syndrome. <laughs> you have locked in syndrome just with a sleeping anime girl next to you. How in the metaverse? What I'm trying to say is, how in the metaverse do I buy my waifu? You wait, hold on. Let me act. Let me act as if I'm on a job interview. You just asked that question. Okay. So many different ways that it's not even worth going into. The important thing is, like, the metaverse can bring you closer to the girl of your dreams, closer than you've ever been before. And it's great because Oculus just gives you all the hardware and the software. Everybody's got a Facebook account. Everybody's got the helmet. And now, obviously, for Black Friday, you can get $50 off an Oculus Rift to Target. Or if you buy it online, you can get $50 in Oculus gaming credits. So you can beat away the winter blues. Beat Saber away, that is. Have you ever played Beat Saber? It's so much fun. Yeah, Beat saber i'm gonna saber your resume and 
eat it because you're really making my dick hard. <laughs> Am I doing? I've never went on a job interview. No, no, this no, is no, what job interviews per- are no, like. No, no, of course that's perfect. And I would say, well, in the metaverse, you can eat anything, and everything tastes better than the last thing you ate. That my re- my resume tastes like mint chocolate chip, and my references taste like edible gold. By the way. Guess how many of my references are just random people in the Discord? The number will make you throw up. <laughs> it will shock you. The, number, <laughs> the taste of a serious resume will shock you. <laughs> why is it wet? <laughs> oh, my God, man. Let mm-hmm. me tell you. Why has no one? Anybody wants a billion-dollar idea? Here it is. Uh, you Wait, you can't have the idea. You can partner with me, though. We're going right. to create a set of waifu NFTs. Yes. Each of which has an extensive backstory. <gasps> and you can own your waifu. That is okay, finally, you are making an art style that someone might want. Like, I tried explaining this to a guy on the phone today. Like, when it became clear that he was like a real scumbag, I was like, all right, I'm just gonna start telling the truth and my opinions about NFTs. I was like, yeah, I still haven't seen a piece of NFT art that I've wanted to own, even digitally. I still haven't seen a piece of NFT art that I've wanted to take the time to right-click and save as. <laughs> even though that would infuriate someone, it's like, oh, great, another shitty monkey. Oh, awesome. Uh, a, a weird blockhead guy. Oh, but this guy's got green glasses. Like, with waifu NFTs... You could randomize their blood type, their you-know-what size, their hair color, their eye color. Like, there are so many things. Because what's that video game you play that's like 20 gigabytes and 19 of it is just like customizing the pores on the waifu girl's skin? Artificial Academy 2. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like, yeah, we figure out how to over-customize Japanese fake schoolgirls a decade ago. It'd be really easy to bring that into the NFT space. I just got to partner with an artist and then we could, oh my God, we could make so much Ethereum. Any artist that is listening to this, if you could make some like good ass waifus, I'll do all the back end stuff and I'll write like their all personalities. Yes. I just need the art and we will partner and we'll split it. We'll split it pretty unevenly. Like <laughs> you get 20% because I'm doing all the hard shit. <laughs> I'll do all like the programming nonsense. Man, I, I hate the NFT discourse. Have we talked about this yet? I've been about to make some people real pissed off with the NFT opinions that I have. All right. Well, look, uh, let me give you my NFT opinion first because it's much faster. Okay. Yeah, it definitely is. I get that in some ways NFT good because it make digital artists have money. In a lot of ways, NFT bad, run on ether, greenhouse gas, bad, planet die. But in every ways is NFT cringe. Anytime someone is talking about NFT, I hate it. The fact that like they put an NFT on the cover of Rolling Stone is cringe. And the moment I decided I did not like NFTs was when I saw Jimmy Fallon's monkey. I was like, there we go. Jimmy, you made up my mind for me. I really don't like this. Anything Jimmy, any of the Jimmys do, that's like the (laughs) cultural jumping the shark moment like it's officially mm-hmm. not cool anymore like uh the the turning point of humanity of like 2010 internet culture was that awful selfie that er- ellen degeneres took or whatever at the yes. oscars it was like the most retweeted shit i was like okay no more selfies and i never saw anyone else take a picture like that ever again 
I am of the opinion that NFTs are a deep sigh. Okay, first of all, first of all, the right-click save thing, it's a very funny joke, but you guys don't actually think that that's like what they're paying for, right? I saw this insane argument. First of all, yes, I know the, the art is stupid. Okay, let's just get that out of the way. They're, the lions are ugly. <laughs> the monkeys are ugly. There are they're lions? Stupid. Yeah, there's uh, lazy lions, too. Are you to- fucking serious? Oh no! There's a there's a lion character, the NFT cartoon uh, that hopefully we will have time to watch to this evening. Yeah, Sriracha told me there was like an NFT cartoon, and you'll be surprised to hear this, listeners. But apparently, it's of poor quality and not very entertaining. It's not good at all. It's like eight minutes of somebody. I described it today as eight minutes of some high schoolers' inside jokes. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. Um. Yeah, no, I saw somebody, like, vehemently arguing that the right-click saved meme is funny. Okay, yeah, but the point is to resell it. And I saw some fucking soy boy arguing, so you're admitting that they do not, they don't do anything except be sold later? I'm like, motherfucker, how do you think art investing works? Like... Yeah, you can go on Amazon and buy a screen-printed copy of the Mona Lisa. That does not mean that you own the Mona Lisa, and the Mona Lisa does not do anything. <laughs> you, It's value. It's it's the exact same shit as, like, digitized art investing. Now, I've heard that argument that, like, NFTs are in Ethereum and cryptocurrency is, like, terrible for the environment. I'm gonna be real with you, Chief. This seems like some real save the turtles, but, uh, don't use a plastic straws bullshit. Like... 20, co- 20 companies have set the ocean on fire. Like, the ocean is burning with oil being produced. Like, and nobody gets on them for that. I have no idea how much energy Ethereum mining uses, but I would take a venture a guess that it is not enough to set the ocean on fire. But nobody gives a shit about that. I think, I am of the opinion that the NFT thing is a PSYOP. Uh, project, a collaboration, if you will, between the government and centralized banking finance industry. Okay, what do they gain out of this other than making a bunch of people on the internet look worse? Okay, so what they gain out of it, this is actually a win-win. First of all, I don't feel like I should have to explain why centralized finance fucking hates everything decentralized finance, like Oracle, smart contracts, because that basically cuts out the need for like a visa or a brokerage. So if that was adopted heavily enough, it could seriously restructure a not insignificant portion of the finance industry. So they don't want that shit to happen. The government hates cryptocurrency because they do not fucking understand it whatsoever. And if you don't believe me, if you think I'm talking out of my ass, I would like you to take a look at the most recent uh, regulations that they pass on taxing cryptocurrency. Half of it is literally impossible because these fucking 80-year-old boomers that are being wheeled in from the hospice ward to vote on these bills think that you just like to open a cryptocurrency wallet it's like you open a bank account like you have to call up like hey satoshi nakamoto here's my social security number i'd like an ethereum wallet i think they asked cryptocurrency brokerages for an entire transaction history like of all of the cryptocurrency transactions that have happened in the last 10 years or something that's so fucking stupid that you it's not even worth discussing it's like how could you even and let me tell you if you were in crypto when we had access to binance 
don't even bother. Like, I, what the government would have to do is call up the Chinese government and be like, hey, we would like data transactions of all of your cryptocurrency transfers of value that have happened in the last year with wallets associated with people living in the United States. Uh, maybe they do it. Maybe the Chinese government tells us to sit and spin. I think I have an opinion on which one it would be. I think the Chinese government would turn over that data for the right price. Like, if the U.S. government was like, look, you know how you own all of our debt? We'll give you even more of our debt. Just dox all these people. And they would be like, pleasure doing business with you. We are China. We have no rules. It's just, it's like Applebee's. No rules, just right. That's what China's all about. Isn't that Outback Steakhouse? It's any fast casual restaurant I go to because I poop on the floor. I'm sorry, what were you <laughs> saying about cryptocurrency? Proud of you. Okay, let me adjust my statement. I think that China would tell us, go sit and spin or give us $4 billion, $40 billion yeah, or something. Agreed. Um, and even if you did get that information, if you had bought cryptocurrency on Binance and transferred it to a paper wallet, that money is gone. It is gone. You will never, ever, ever be able to track that because you can make a paper wallet in 30 seconds. On my Ethereum wallet, you can go on Amazon right now and buy something called a Trezor wallet, which is a physical device that you can put your cryptocurrency on and take it offline. Now she thinks the physical device is cool, but when I said I would embed one in her wedding ring and propose to her with a, with a cool ring that had a secret wallet in it where she could store all of her crypto, people said I was unromantic. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe, yeah, buy me a bigger, giant, beautiful diamond. I, I'll wear it on my other hand. <laughs> That'll be my crypto wallet. I'm not made of beautiful diamonds. I'll use it to punch IRS agents that come to my house. Attempt to get my sweet gains. Look, you lost me with the psyop talk, but you won me back with the punching an IRS agent with a diamond in the face talk. So now I'm on your side again. Oh, well, please keep going. So I think that the cryptocurrency is ruining the environment thing, and also the NFT technology has no value except for dumb crypto bros buying and selling pictures of lions to one another are both psyops. But, like, I mean, really think about it. I know this is like an Adderall schizo theory, but, I mean, really think about it. There have been more Adderall and schizo-induced things, psyops, that have actually happened. Do you remember the Enron thing? I remember Enron. Okay, all right. So let me tell you a tale. Let me spin you a yarn, Asterio. So it was two, the year was 2000, California was having rolling blackouts all the way across the state, seemingly overnight everywhere. And suddenly we had power one month and then the next month, just like out of nowhere, entire cities would go down. Like the power grid was absolutely fucked five ways to Sunday. And everyone in the media is like, this is going to be the new normal. We're reaching like our energy peak. People are being too greedy with their air conditioners, shit like that. Except for one schizo, one schizo who... Went on TV, I don't remember who it was, but he said, the governor of California needs to call in the National Guard to go down to the power plants and force Enron to turn them on. And everyone was like, you're a stupid idiot, you schizo. That's not how power works. Well, spoiler alert, the craziest part, schizo was right. Enron was intentionally running the power grids at lower than capacity to create artificial energy uh, shortages 
and manipulate the market to jack the prices up. So whenever I see something that comes out of absolutely fucking nowhere and is stupid and makes no sense, I think that there might be some fuckery. So this smells like fuckery. Like, you're telling me we have this this technology that is like really incredibly impressive. Blockchain and non-fungible tokens. Really interesting and tons of use cases that could potentially like change the way humanity operates and everyone is using it to buy and sell pictures of lions does that make sense to you out of seemingly nowhere everyone takes this incredible technology and decides you know what we're gonna do with it buy and sell pictures of apes would it shock you to hear that that kind of does make sense to me like hear me out on this right now cryptocurrency seems to only have one use Hiding a bunch of money from the government. Everyone wants to buy a cryptocurrency, let it inflate in value like crazy, and then somehow repatriate that money without paying Uncle Sam or Chairman Uncle Xi. Can we agree that that is like the primary use case for crypto right now? Right now, in 2021, I will agree that it is primarily used as a speculative investment. Exactly. It's primarily used as a speculative investment and a way to, to like, untraceably transfer large sums of money from one criminal to another. And by the way, this is one criminal talking to another, a stereo sarancha. It's, I mean, not to take out the criminal part. And try to, that sentence again and tell me that that's a useless piece of technology. No, I mean, that's an incredibly useful piece of technology for creeps and weirdos like me and you. Like, I'm not on the crypto is bad bandwagon. But the reason I think NFTs have taken off is that people finally get to see and play with what they own. Like, they've owned all this crypto in these little wallets but it doesn't have like eyes or a face or a little hat. And now it does. I think people really like crypto. And you do. I mean, with your chain links, like you literally name your chain links and you promise that you will never, ever, ever sell your chain links because like you've in love, you like you're in love with them. I think these NFTs are just like, all right, well, we know you like Ethereum. This Ethereum looks like a monkey. I mean, they, I, I mean, I see the appeal, but why do all of them look like that? I mean, that's the big problem is that all this art sucks. And like, we're probably going to be flooded with people sending us art and they'll be like, no, this art is good and this art is good. And look, I'll take a look at it. If Mimi Yori were making like little like funnables, like little funnables or if Kibi or if Berries and Cream, like some of these artists were making this art. I might be more interested, but everything I've seen is ugly, discussed by people who are uglier. True or false? No, true. That's why I'm saying I, I really do think there's some kind of fuckery afoot. I really do, Asterios. I think that this is a vehicle, this fuckery, because it starts as fuckery. It's exactly the same thing as the goddamn plastic straws. If the corporations can pass the buck to individuals and be like, oh, this is destroying the environment, we need to ban it, the... Elites win and we lose and there's no more cryptocurrency and we did it to ourselves. I just don't I don't think anyone wants to ban cryptocurrency right now because I think that like giant names in finance are kind of like, well, we haven't been able to kill this thing in its infancy. We're going to make money off it. I mean, that's why I keep getting these job interviews, because like someone with a billion dollars is like, 
look, I've got all this money sitting around. Let me use, let me break off 250 million of it and see if I can turn that into a trillion off these NFTs. Like recently I was, uh, I took a job interview with one of those firms that like buys a bunch of quote blue chip art and like turns it into a mutual fund, like some sort of speculative investment thing. And they're like, well, when you buy shares of this, you're buying shares of the Mona Lisa. And I asked the guy like, where are you getting all this fucking money from? And he goes, email. The way this guy is getting all this goddamn money is there are boomers that are richer than God that have run out of things to spend their money on. So he buys ads in like famous emails, like in um, Seeking Alpha or did you, you said there's something called Zach's? Yeah, Zach's is a, it's like a stock investment email. Yeah, exactly. He just buys ads in these emails and these like rich assholes go like, well, I've run out of things to do with my money. I guess I'll cut you a million dollars and maybe you could turn it into a billion. Let's just see what happens. None of this is important to me. You know, it's kind of like when you, Sriracha, drop $100 on some weird cryptocurrency called like Zazzles that, they ta- that they're talking about in biz. You're just like, hey, worst case scenario, I've lost $100. Best case scenario, I might have 30000 fucking dollars. It's like that, but on a grand scale. And that's what nfts and the metaverse and all these crypto bros it's like it's all that it's people who've run out of things to do with their money all right well when bain capital and visa come to my door and offer to suck my dick in exchange for chain link when i see bain capital dick riding for ethereum then i will sing a different song but right now i i am very very in the camp that uh everyone is my enemy and we have to what i'm trying to say is we do need to build a bunker look i get that you want to build a bunker i get it and like if not for this you'll want to build a bunker for something else i'm at home with my mom and dad i'm watching tv i'm seeing commercials for cryptocurrency I'm seeing commercials that start like this. You've probably heard of something called cryptocurrency, but did you know it's not as difficult as you think to get in on the ground floor? Hi, I'm Chuck Woolery from Love Connection and Scrabble. You might know me as the guy who dick rides for Trump on Twitter, but there's also an app called Chuckdocurrency, the first ever currency endorsed by Chuck Woolery. <laughs> that really a celebrity? You know how many times I've had to slap my dad's jitterbug out of his hand to stop him from investing in Chuck-do-currency? <laughs> Chuck-do-currency. I did see um, ads on TikTok for uh, Coinbase, but I thought that was normal. I, you're telling me there's actual television advertisements for cryptocurrency investing shit. Yes, exactly. I, I mean, because what is happening now in like the... In the good markets in like the <laughs> stock market where i guess they just fuck you in public um there are cryptocurrency mutual funds and people are running commercials for them but fuck you in public excuse you sir it's called a black friday sale and <laughs> it's a long-standing american tradition oh my god okay look quick pivot to black friday before you make me watch this stupid monkey cartoon that now i'm kind of excited to watch because i can't wait to see how bad it truly is uh i'd like to take this opportunity to remind our listeners that only pussies shop on black friday real men wait for cyber monday all weekend like people keep sending me these codes like oh 20 percent off your coffee oh your 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 coffee that tastes like candy it's 20 percent off oh oh 20 percent off and i'm like 
I know that Cyber Monday at 7 p.m., when you haven't made your numbers, you're going to send me a coupon code for 40% off my coffee. All I got to do is wait, and it's just a matter of who blinks first. And wouldn't you know it, 6 p.m. on Cyber Monday, when there's only three minutes left, we've sweetened the deal as sweet as your coffee, 40% off your coffee. I'm like, you motherfuckers, you always fold. That's right. Me, the guy that bought coffee on the internet, I'm the smart person. You are the smart person. No, my mom asked me the other day. She's like, yeah, I'm going out Black Friday shopping at 4 a.m. You want to go? I was like, eat my shit. <laughs> no. <laughs> my mom said the same thing. And like, my sister almost had like a heart attack, like, t- like telling her like, there is a new thing. It is called the Omicron variant. Please do not go. We, my message like, we have enough TVs. What would you even buy? And my mom was like, oh, I just want to look around. Oh, dude, I almost had a goddamn heart attack. Did I tell you about my, my dad and the CVS coronavirus conversation we had over Thanksgiving? Did I talk about this yet? What? No. Wait, is your dad still unvaccinated? Yes, of course he is. Okay, I did, I did not know that. Uh, tell me about this conversation. Oh, dude, I almost, I got the closest I think I've ever gotten to blowing a fucking gasket at my father over this shit, over Thanksgiving. But let me tell you, he is, everyone in my family is lucky that I have fucking more patience than goddamn St. Paul with this shit. So my dad, my dad is retired, but he works part-time as this security guard. Mm-hmm. And apparently there is a thing now that I don't know if this is true. This is what I have been told by uh, the Fox News machine that is my family members. Uh, I've been told that companies that have contracts with the federal government require all their employees to be vaccinated. Is that true? Yes, it is. Like, it's really hard for them to pass a law saying that, like, a private company uh, has to vaccinate its employees. But, like, if the federal government's paying people then they can be like, yeah, look, you got to wear a uniform and you, you got to you gotta do this and you got to get this kind of shot. Like they just kind of have more control over their own employees than they do over other people's. Well, thank you for explaining that, Sirius. That is a completely moot point because that is not involved my father in any shape, way or capacity. But he is convinced that soon it will be. So he is convinced that he has to get the coronavirus vaccine. So his plan, as he was telling us very happily, is to go to a fucking CVS pharmacy and try to force the poor fucking tech overworked uh, technician or nursing assistant or whoever the fuck is administering these vaccines for attempt to coerce them to sign a paper that says that they personally, not the vaccine manufacturer, but the poor nursing assistant injecting people will be personally responsible for any negative health effects that he undergoes. And then when they say no, as they inevitably will, he's going to yell at them and say that he was denied medical care. Doesn't your dad like smoke multiple packs of cigarettes a day and drink himself to sleep every night with his teenage son. He does. He smokes two pack of fucking cigarette a day, Asterios, but that's actually making his lungs stronger. So that's considered medical care, remember. I forgot. It'll make his lungs stronger. Didn't your dad like run out of veins they could move to his heart? Like his vein tank is empty last time I checked. But if anything happens to him, he's going to blame like the lady working at CVS getting $13 an hour. Okay. Let's see how, bold strategy, Dad. Let's see how this plays out. That I think made me the most angry that I have been in like a decade. Like I was like, 
I don't give a shit. Like, why don't you go yell at politicians or something or vaccine manufacturers? But do not you dare go and just harass some random fucking person trying to do their goddamn job at a CVS pharmacy. Oh, my God, dude. I was so angry. Well, if you don't let me say, I think your dad told you that the same reason that I tell people that I've right clicked on their cryptocurrency. It's a really great way to trigger someone. I don't think your dad will actually do this. Well, let me tell you, it worked because I was seething and I was malding. <laughs> I was coping. <laughs> I think that's what people don't realize about Thanksgiving. Like, there's all this, like, Thanksgiving discourse where it's like, yo, you got to hang out with, like, grumpy uncle racist. And it's like, yes, unfortunately, you do have to hang out with grumpy uncle racist. But it's like, Thanksgiving is the only time of the year that they're around liberals. The other 364 days of the year, liberals exist as, like, a weird boogeyman trying to raise (laughs) their taxes and turn their daughter gay. Like, so, like, the one time they're around liberals, they're like, they've got a year's worth of talking points they just can't wait to like spray out at a kid with rainbow colored hair trying to eat some tofurkey yeah because i guess they get bored after a while there's only so much circle jerking you can do on facebook i guess yeah there's like only so much planning to overthrow the government you could do on telegram before like you want to take it to the real world you know what i mean it's like those people with a hundred guns and no one to shoot they're so sad <laughs> Just itching. They're like Pokemon. Yes, yeah, exactly. Like they hear their guns calling me like, please, won't the government try to take us so we can have some sort of crazy standoff in the middle of our bunker? We're getting so yongy. It's like Pokemon. Like Pokemon want to fight. Guns want to be shot. They're so sad. <laughs> Pokemon are to battling as guns are to creating a Waco compound. Exactly. They just want to be fired, serious. They were so happy to get brought home from the gun manufacturer, the unlicensed gun show, and the flea market. (laughs) They want to find their forever home. Why don't you tell your dad, like, hey, why don't you go down to the gun shop and force the gun guy to sign a piece of paper saying he will be responsible for any injuries that happen with this gun? Actually, wait, your dad would probably get shot 18 times. Wait, don't do that. Well, let's here's to hoping that he gets shot in the arm with the vaccine 18 times eventually. Uh, anyways, NFT monkeys. Which NFT monkey is your favorite? Here's what I think they should make NFTs of. Magic cards. The whole point of an NFT is that you're the only one that owns it. Like, anyone else can right-click it, but you're the only one that owns it. If they made magic cards that you could use legally in tournament play, but only if you proved you were the owner. Like that you had a smart contract in your wallet that linked up to the blockchain that like absolutely proved that your wallet is associated with the person named Dave with cystic acne whose butt crack is showing in the middle of the game place at a Friday night magic. That's a use case I can get behind. Magic cards are just art that's with actual value in the world. Yeah, no, it would totally be, man, oh my God, I think you just locked, unlocked like a genius idea because you can sell like multiple, if you have a NFT and you want to sell multiple copies of it, you can do that. So you could like make a game and then come out with like, we have a hundred of these tokens and then you sell them to like, hey, if you want this rare card, oh my fucking God, it's like gotcha. It's like gotcha except instead of... uh 
tangentially having to pay to win, you have to directly pay to win. Yeah, but pay to win is awesome because if you can pay to buy the best gun, you should. Yeah. You know, that's why that's why everybody loves EA games. Like because you pay <laughs> to win. And everybody loves winning. Everybody loves EA. Yeah. I mean, if you're paying what would you rather have? A lion picture or a card that could just nuke all the other Pokemon. <laughs> That's that. This is what I'm saying. Like, if I could buy an NFT of a gun in Halo, that when I pulled the trigger, it immediately killed every other player. And it was like, super winner, you rule. And then, like, Cortana is your wife now. And, like, and like someone knocks on the door and, like, a guy in a Master Chief costume is there. And he's like, you won. Congratulations. You had the most money. So you won. Like, now, that's a dream I could see myself in. I don't dream of owning the most lazy lions. I dream of pwning the most lazy zoomers. There's actually even a framework in place for what we're describing. There is a currently a website called, oh, man, I'm going to get raked <laughs> across the coals if I get this wrong. It's so rare or so rare. I forget what mm-hmm. it is, but it is mm-hmm. NFT football cards. I shit you not. I don't know why these fuckers decided that that was like the vehicle they wanted to use, but there's it's almost exactly what you're describing. Like you can buy and sell uh, the rights to cards that you can use to fight one another, but instead of it being like magic or Pokemon or like anything crypto nerds would be into, it's fucking football. And I'm talking like European football, not American football. You mean soccer. Just call it, so, oh, ooh la la, Lady Sriracha in her fancy ways. It's called soccer, okay? That's what they refer to it on the website as. <laughs> so if you want to shit all over our great French call, wait, no, it is French, so we can't shit on it. Yeah, soccer. They're soccer players. You can, like, buy real-life soccer players and then have them, like, fight other people on teams. It's, it's, it's an interesting concept, but they're using it for, like, the stupidest thing possible, which is why I said, this is a psyop and we need to build a bunker i disagree that it's stupid aren't you have you never lived in new york city during a world cup no i don't think so during the world cup every bodega in new york city is selling packs of world cup cards because everybody is trying to collect like the rarest players like they're all trying to get like the the gold hollow foil pele card the reason i like the idea of making football cards is that well we know who the best soccer player is because they have the most goals like i like the idea of taking it into baseball or hockey or basketball because we know what the rarest baseball card is someone's rookie card right now in the wrestling trading cards space like everyone is after the rocks rookie card because like the first ever trading card with the rock on it was given away in like this weird like trivial pursuit wwe edition like it just had like a trading card thrown in that like nobody thought about or cared about but it's technically the first which means it's technically worth thousands of dollars in mint condition like i know who the best wrestler is i don't know what the best monkey is they're all equally shitty i feel like if you have any kind of card game you can't quantify like oh my god cunt war nfts (laughs) Yes, that's what I'm saying. It's it's like the one with the most heart points and the most magic points and the one that can like make the attack that like is AOE but as strong as a direct attack. Like, 
You can quantify someone's strength and health. Yeah, I'm just saying well, they should have done it with something that like dumb crypto bros would care about. <laughs> Magic the Gathering or Danganronpa or something or waifu cards. They have, like, like, you know, those gotcha games, they have stats for those things. We could do something like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's like, that's why when you said gotcha games, I thought it was really smart because like we already have like super rare, ultra rare, mega, mega, mega rare five star waifus that you could only get during Christmas, why not tie that to the Ethereum blockchain and charge $1,000 a pack? Like, these crypto bros, they've run out of things to spend it on. There's only so many times like an escort can pretend to be your friend before you get bored of it. Right, then you gotta find another escort. And who could do that without blockchain technology? Because technically that anybody could just right-click save that escort. <laughs> It's simply impossible to do. Well, hey, you know, we've been talking a lot about like uh, kind of hypothetical use cases for this uh, this fun this non fungible token that's destroying the planet. But like a real life use case is this dumb cartoon you keep <laughs> talking to me about. Of course, oh, Asterios and listeners, it's called the Red Ape Family, and it's the first, uh, I was digging into this, and man, this would have been such a good idea if this, if anybody involved in this project had any comedic or artistic talent whatsoever. So, what it is, is like, they, they have tokens that you can purchase and if you purchase a token and you have an nft you can like get your nft put in as a background character and the how i found out about this monkey show was i follow this account on twitter called uh poorly aged things and <laughs> as i was scrolling through i saw a screen cap from poorly aged things of the red ape family twitter account tweeting a screenshot of south park coming back and i guess the person that runs the Red Ape account was like, wow, can't wait to see how South Park is going to push back their uh, coming back date when they find out that the Red Ape NFT show is coming out on the same day. And spoiler, they did not push their uh, thing back. But I was like, what the fuck? The Red Ape family. So I started digging. I was like, what the fuck is this? It is the first. It bills itself as the first uh, NFT. The first Animated comedies starring NFTs. Now, it is definitely animated, and it does involve NFTs, but it's not funny in, like, any language or sense of the word. But, Asterius, I cannot wait for you to watch this, because I watched this, I shit you not, four times so far, and I still don't understand the plot. Okay, let's watch this dumb ape show. Are these yeti stupid or what? Hey, Chucky, hey, Chucky. Man's not hot, Jackie. Oh, fuck! You nonsensical goddamn yetis are at it again! Hey, buddy, you've flown this thing before, or, um... Well, actually, I had my first flight just last week. Long story short, ended up a little dead. Yeah, this is a good start. Yep, yep, real good. I mean, isn't the whole thing with NFTs that they're supposed to have a lot of money? Why does this look like garbage? Uh, because I told you, ever nobody involved it for some fucking reason. Two Chain, Two Chains is an executive producer of this, by the way. You know, Two Chains will follow you on Twitter for a hundred dollars, right? Oh, really? Yeah, you can. And like for five hundred dollars, you'll tweet about the things you want. Oh, goddamn, Two Chains! How oh, the money have followed? Did you well, go back to doing the boat song? That was funny. <laughs> Well, this is another nice mess you got us into. Who, how, huh? Is there a fucking owl here? Give me that. 
are the monkeys NFTs? Like, I know the monkeys in the show are played by NFTs, but are they monkeys or are they NFTs? Because they don't seem to know what NFTs are. Wait, they t- th- these monkeys talk about NFT. Wait, is this guy robbing a vault full of NFTs? Well, I'll be. There's life on Mars after all. Welcome to Mars International Airport, motherfucker. We outside. Hey, Maurice. Hey, yo, Maurice, we don't pay you minimum wage for no reason, man. What you doing? Put them in a boat. You know what? This should be 30 seconds long and a monkey farting. Like, that I would, <laughs> like, this should not be nine minutes long and, like, involve, like, a caper. This is the ugliest. I don't understand. Okay, so they're going through airports in Karen now or something. It seemed like they had a ship, but now they're moving. Oh, they're going to Mars because Elon Musk has colonized Mars. Also, you need to tell me when you're pausing. This. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not, I've decided to just never pause again. It's like there's no point in pausing. It, it's The show sucks. We're doing two for one discounts from Gravity Shoes for the little ones. Sick. Size 14 and 200 kg, my man. What the no tea. Do you see this scene where like a monkey is shooting lasers out of his eyes and another monkey is vomiting? Yes. That should just be the whole cartoon. It should be six <laughs> seconds long. It should be that. It should be on TikTok. Why is this almost it- 10 minutes? Oh, God. And you also get the throwing up monkey. It's a two for one. I guess that's, I guess when you think of the value of this cartoon, you're right. <laughs> sure do pack a lot of stuff in here. What's happening out there? There is at least four apes out there, mi amor. No way. We cannot let them all in, surely. But if we do, they can hang around. (laughs) Get it? You're kidding, mate. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I did not know it was possible to make a monkey smoking a cigarette look uncool. That's one of the last cool things we had. And you ruined it, crypto bros. You ruined it. This pick, the original, uh, that meme, this pick goes hard, feel free to screenshot, was a monkey smoking, too. So we've gone entirely full circle. <laughs> monkey smoking, not cool anymore. In only matter of time before Jimmy Fallon has a smoking monkey at a show. <laughs> Alas, poor Yorick. I knew him Horatio, a fellow of infinite jest. You sure this is our kid? Well, he's definitely my kid. But I'm realizing, like, I may never understand what's happening. Swatcha, could you just spoil this whole thing for me? Like, explain everything that's happening to me. Okay, yeah, sure. So I don't know any of the ugly NFT monkey names, so I'm just going to refer to them as female ugly monkey, male ugly monkey, and children ugly monkey. Okay. So... Male Ugly Monkey is some kind of career thief. A male Ugly Monkey breaks into what I think is the Louvre. Lore. How do you pronounce that diamond-shaped museum? The Louvre? In France. The Louvre. Yeah. The male monkey breaks into the Louvre, and which is now entirely populated by NFT art. Oh, that's what all that shit was? Yeah. Uh-huh. So he makes his way to steal the most valuable... Uh, piece of artwork which he doesn't seem to realize is the most valuable piece of artwork which is a flash drive made out of gold that contains apparently he has to have his bitch ass ugly ass monkey wife (laughs) tell him this but he gets home and his ugly monkey wife is like hey what did you get from the museum the ugly monkey thief is like here i got this jump drive and she's like holy shit this is a solid gold jump drive with the most valuable nft of all time 
in it and also it's worth more than the city of paris so that we get some bad jokes and then suddenly the uh police there because we have a we do have i forgot to mention an epic chase scene inside the louvre with uh rocket dogs and robot guards and robocop and whatever so robocops then show up at their house presumably to arrest them and the monkeys are like, oh, that's our ride. And then suddenly they're transported to a ship that they refer to as the Musk One. Because, of course, we had to get some Elon Musk dick riding in here. Or it wouldn't be a cryptocurrency thing. Mm-hmm. Or it might be a good cryptocurrency thing if there was no Elon Musk dick riding. So, of course, we have to squeeze that in there. They fly to another planet, which I think is Mars. I think I read, you wouldn't know this from watching this, but I read the... Uh, summary on the website because i was trying so hard to figure out what the fuck this was Mm -hmm. elon musk has colonized mars so they're moving to i guess muskville or whatever the fuck and uh so they move into a house and their neighbors are also ugly monkey (laughs) nfts and they're like what you doing here neighbor and also they have a lion they have a lazy lion with them which is an nft and it's like their family doctor slash hypnotherapist or something and he's also there and everyone in the cast is ugly (laughs) so it is does ring true to the target audience who is also ugly (laughs) can i buy a a chunk of this cartoon or like how can i invest in this awful awful cartoon well, you can't buy this episode because this episode is sold out. But in just two days, the tokens for episode two will go on sale on theredapefamily.com, I believe, dot org. Hang on. I got to. Theredapefamily.com. If you scroll, there's they have tokenized this <laughs> ugly ass cartoon. And in just they have a countdown. In just two days, 14 hours, 46 minutes, and two seconds, you will be able to uh, mi- you will be able to use your mint pass to mint episode two before the public sale. Episode there will be 330 to- 33 tokens available. You can own a piece of this history. Oh, I fucking hate it when people utilize artificial scarcity to get me interested in their art products. By the way, go to spiteincorporated.com. We only have a couple of these Astrachew and Saran Chan medallions left, and they are going like hotcakes. Yeah, no, that I know we led into this with a joke, but these medallions are like flying off the shelves. I think we've sold more than 60% already, in particular the Astereochew or whatever it's called. They are really, really selling like hotcakes. So if you want one, you need to head over to spiteincorporated.com and get yours now. I wouldn't wait, honestly. Yes, but uh, you should not head over to the Red A. Apefamily.com. Wait a minute. How much to make? Like, seriously, I know you're at the website right now, and I'm on a potato. Otherwise, I would look. How much to mint this pass to get episode two early? I take a guess. Eleven ninety-five. One half of one Ethereum. You mean five hundred and fifty dollars? I think is that what Ethereum said? I thought it was like a thousand. Well, if you said one half of one, yeah, it's like no. A, I thought that one half of one would be oh no, two thousand dollars. Two thousand ethers at two thousand dollars. No, ether is at four thousand seven hundred and fifty-one dollars. Oh, what planet do you? Is this your first day on the internet? I don't know how much any of this garbage is worth. <laughs> Wait, okay, so how much then? How much to get this cartoon early? About $2,500. It's going to sell out, isn't it? It's going to sell out quick. <laughs> you know what? If it only cost $11 to get 
no one would want it. But because it costs $2,500, if more expensive, mean more good. Mean limited supply more good always. Yeah, exactly. Okay, we need to totally delete this episode and release another episode sucking up to these red ape men. Yeah, no, we need to sell this episode as an NFT. So if you head over to patreon.com slash for just $15 a month, you can earn one frame of this <laughs> digital version and also you get a sticker and the sticker is the NFT you see because nobody can right click save that sticker you own that <laughs> I mean it is non-fungible the one sticker you have you can't fund that thing it's a, it's non- infungible non-fuckable sticker unless you really believe in yourself <laughs> yeah you know what either way you're gonna have a good time I think, though, we have to kind of get used to the fact that this cartoon is the future and it is funny. And we need to start sucking up to these people now. This is a bubble. We need to get in there and fill up our bags before this thing bursts. Yeah, no, let's get in. Let's buy. Let's make our ugly ass NFTs and then make them throw up in the next episode of the Red Ape family. Yeah, we could draw uglier monkeys than this and lazier lions. Like, there's no reason that you and I can't be doing all the voices for this goddamn cartoon. And we should be doing oh, yeah. all the voices for it. Leave it to me, boys. <laughs> Hello, I'm a monkey. Hello. Oh, I gotta steal the NFT, right? It stands for for neat fucking tool, mate. Oi. You need to do that awful noise that they make for someone. It's like, <laughs> you notice that? Why did they do that like three times? Yeah, they do. They just make a random noise when they don't have a punchline. <laughs> and that's my job. Yeah, like, hello, it's me, the skeleton. Oh, 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 boy, me. Oh, I'm looking. I'm the scam friend with a monkey. I'm your husband. I'll never let you down, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it's so terrible. Uh, I'm going to steal an NFT. I'm a monkey. I'm a British monkey. And oh, I like a banana. There, there you go. Just, you know what? Someone take me saying, I'm a British monkey. I like banana. Put it in an NFT and cut me off 80% of the profits. Oh, yeah. Put me in. I've been playing with voice acting before. Studios. Yeah, I've been have. playing around with that on Instagram. If you don't follow me, at CR Rancho. Uh, I've, I've, I'm having a really fun time. I was reading memes. If you got a, any kind of voice acting project, please let me be in it. Please. I'll do whatever you want. I'll do your head tie for free. I'll <laughs> scream, about, <laughs> scream about cum at 10 in the morning on the first day. Into I'm a two thousand dollar sh- microphone. <laughs> I'm sure your mom will love that. It's a, it really is wonderful when we bring our hobbies home for Thanksgiving, isn't it? <laughs> I'm screaming about monkeys taking a shit and my fiance's yelling the word "come." Happy Thanksgiving, everybody, from all of us at the Loudest Podcast, and a happy holiday to you and your NFTs. <laughs> Uh, we hope you enjoyed. Uh, we put out an episode of a brand new episode of Christery on Thanksgiving Day, and of course, this year will not go by without another Chris mystery open that you will be able to open up on Christmas morning. You will not need to mint a token to get it. You can, it'll just hop on your phone like a normal podcast. Like Santa. Like you wake up, Santa deniers be like, "Wow, Bet Asterios scheduled this to arrive on Christmas Day." <laughs> 
<laughs> Pathetic. You were the weakest I link. I forgot about Santa's deniers. <laughs> and uh, and it, it is undeniable that our eight-hour compilation of the entire Garfield Elite Saga. It's one of the most downloaded things we have ever done. Uh, people are hopping our DMs and saying thank you for making our Thanksgiving more tolerable. I hope I didn't destroy anyone's phone with that surprise 300 megabyte download <laughs> at like one in the morning. And uh, we just recorded a new uh, episode of the Eva podcast last night where we go over episode three. That should be out sometime this week. And then just last thing, don't forget to, again, go to spiteincorporated.com. We got T-shirts. We got mugs. We got these medallions. And these medallions are going. Uh, the first shipment, they're actually already out the door. So if you've ordered a medallion, they should be getting to you, like, literally any day now. Holy shit, I did not know that. Wow, congratulations, everybody who already bought their medallions. All right, and uh, send us your NFTs, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye! Bye!